Aid from the EU is flowing into the continental U.S. via airlift, but the People's Liberation Army Navy plan has effectively shut down all shipping traffic into the U.S. Multiple naval battles have occurred between U.K. and planned vessels in the North Atlantic, and the U.K. has suffered heavy losses. Japanese, Korean, French, and German naval units are currently assisting the Navy in engaging three planned carrier battle groups in the South Pacific. The Navy has intelligence that the PRC is planning to seize the Hawaiian Islands for use as a staging base to move into Alaska and take the oil fields. Where's Russia in all this? I asked. Sir, Russia has so far remained neutral. They have condemned the PRC's actions and their military is on high alert, but they are in a defensive posture only at this time. We had initially thought Russia was also involved. We did launch missiles at them, but they were aborted and brought down over the polar ice when we realized our mistake. Any indication of a land invasion by the Chinese? Yes, sir. The Chinese have occupied Guam and been massing troops. There are 27 very large troop transport ships trailing their carrier groups. Satellite imagery shows another 400 converted troop transport ships being loaded and preparing to sail from multiple Chinese ports that survived our tactical strikes. Naval experts estimate each ship can carry 2,500 soldiers. Never good at doing math in my head. I was a little behind the curve in figuring out we were looking at a potential invading army of over one million soldiers. The president has authorized the use of nuclear weapons by battlefield commanders to stop the plan from taking Hawaii or reaching the West Coast. The latest reports are that we have exchanged nuclear strikes at sea, but I do not have a battle damage assessment yet. He paused, apparently waiting for questions, but none were forthcoming. I was too stunned. Rachel reached out and took my hand, gripping it tightly as we were told about the death that had been visited on our country. To the immediate threat, he continued, clicking his remote and changing the image on the display to another map of the U.S., this time with large amorphous blobs of yellow covering massive swaths of the country. This is the current assessment of the threat posed by the infected population of the U.S., The areas in yellow are territory that is completely fallen or so infested as to be considered uninhabitable. Involuntarily, I leaned forward in my seat to peer at the map. The entire eastern and southeastern United States was yellow all the way up to the southern border of Tennessee. North of Kentucky, the yellow started again and stretched all the way to the Arctic Circle. To the west were large pockets of yellow infection covering nearly all of the major cities. The west coast was yellow from Mexico to Alaska. The inland west was mostly clear of infection other than Denver and Salt Lake City. Suddenly, the casualty numbers from earlier started to sink in. Here's what we have learned about the infection. Our resources are limited as both U.S. AMRID and the CDC were lost in the initial attacks, but we have been able to isolate the agent and are working with the French and the Swiss in an effort to find a cure or a vaccine. This is what we know so far. The nerve agent is called MX-489. It was developed during the Cold War to destabilize the civilian population of a country as a precursor to invasion. Within minutes of exposure, it causes a chemical change in the brain that results in the hyperaggression state. What had our researcher stumped at first is that MX-489 in its original form was lethal, typically killing an exposed subject after 24 to 36 hours of extremely aggressive behavior. The human body is unable to handle the massive amounts of adrenaline that are continually released into the system as a result of exposure and will die of either heart attack or stroke. Just this morning, it was discovered that the Chinese have paired MX-489 with a virus. The effect of this is to significantly strengthen the body's ability to continue to function despite all of the adrenaline. How long this will preserve the infected is unknown, 
and so far we have no reports of infected beginning to die off. The only good news is that it is the nerve agent that causes the change, and the agent is only persistent for 48 hours post-release before degrading in the environment. Also, the virus seems to have no detrimental impact on non-infected people. However, the researchers aren't sure. They don't know what else the virus may do. Where did the MX-489 come from? Rachel asked. The sergeant shot me a look, and I nodded my head for him to answer. It was originally developed by the U.S. government in the early 1960s. Half the missiles we had pointed at Russia during the Cold War were armed with a nerve agent rather than nuclear warheads. During the Cuban Missile Crisis, there were four B-52s in the air at all times with tanks full of it, ready to spray the entire island of Cuba. He shuffled through some more note cards, found the one he was looking for, and continued. The researchers have started calling the Chinese version the V-Plague.